No mai, haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Happy Monday to you. I'm Wallace Chapman. Now, a breakdown is blocking the left northbound lane between Hillsborough Road and Dominion Road. That's in Auckland. State Highway 20, southwestern. Uh, past the scene with care. Expect delays. We'll have updates for you. Today, restoring the speed limits to 100 kilometres per hour and take the road cones off the road. National wants to reverse the lower speed limits and are you sick of the road cones? Also today, will binding referenda see more people engage in politics? That's what some minor parties would like to see. And help me out today on Monday's panel. Is it true that Americans don't have butter on their sandwiches? Unthinkable of true. If you are from the US, is that right? Do you use mayonnaise Instead, you can text me on that. And the song whisperer today, we give you the lyrics, you guess the song, and here are the lyrics. The time to hesitate is through, no time to wallow in the mire. Try now, we can only lose, and our love, it becomes a funeral pyre. What's the song? Text me, 2101, email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me. Zoe George, Stuff Senior Sports Journalist. Kia ora, Zoe. Kia ora. Always lovely to be on the oh, panel. Oh, it's great to have you here, Zoe. <laughs> and Liam here, partner at Freeburn here, lawyers, uh, National Party member. Liam, good to have you here. G'day, and it's always good to have me here too. Uh, <laughs> oh, by and large, yes, of course it is, Liam. Nice to have you on. Liam, Zoe with me. Now, did anyone else wake up on Sunday feeling a little off? Well, I did. And that made me wonder, why does it take a few days, maybe a week, for our bodies to adjust to daylight savings? Why does turning the clocks forward one hour seem to make so much difference? With us is a chronobiologist, Guy Warman, Associate Professor in Anesthesiology at the University of Auckland. Auckland rather. Guy, kia ora, great to have you on. Kira, nice to be here. What happens to our bodies when daylight savings occurs? Well, when we go to daylight savings, it's, it's essentially like flying to Tonga or Samoa without the, the nice trip. So <laughs> uh, we, we have a, a, a jet lag that is kind of like a, a small advance to an earlier time zone. And those of you who've uh, flown a fair bit will know that, that flying eastward is always harder to adjust to than flying westward. So if you fly to the west coast of the US, it's harder to, to adjust to than flying to Australia. And that's because innately, our biological clocks have a harder time adjusting to an earlier time zone. So that's why it's, it's, it's harder to, for us to adjust um, going to summertime than going back to wintertime. Oh, well, I can certainly relate to this guy. Stay there. Let's bring on the panel. Zoe George, how about you? Oh, no, I was highly productive yesterday. I did uh, <sighs> sleep in a little bit, though. Uh, but my cat seems to quite enjoy daylight savings. He slept in an extra hour yesterday, which is good for me. It meant that he didn't wake me up. So well, I think I'm, I'm all down for daylight savings. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're, you're for it. Liam? Um, I, I like the um, the falling back. I don't like the springing forward. You know, like a, that's where you feel like you've been robbed out of, of an hour of sleep. Like, it would be good if there's some way that we could only ever be falling backwards, uh, although I suppose it would end us with us getting up at, at midnight at some point. Um, but there's, so there's swings and roundabouts, and from my perspective, we've just had the bad one. Yeah. What, what is our circadian clock, Guy, and how does it play a role here? 
Well, well, so all organisms, uh, including us, have a circadian clock. Ours is in a, in a place in the brain called the suprachiasmatic nucleus, which is just above the optic chiasm. It's just where the, the nerve from the eye hits the brain. Uh, and that ticks away with, a, with an inherently different from 24-hour days, slightly longer than 24 hours, uh, and is adjusted on a daily basis by light. <clears throat> um, and uh, light in the morning advances us to an earlier time zone, whereas light in the evening delays us to a later time zone. So, so here what we have is we have um, a, a need to wake up a little bit earlier. We need morning light that's adjusting us to an earlier time zone, but that initially is a little bit more difficult than, um, than delaying. Having said that, uh, um, we all, the majority of us at least, uh, adjust within, within two or three days. Right. It's quite extraordinary when you, when you hear about the biology of it, like, like this guy. I was reading something actually I found really fascinating. It's kind of a, a side angle to this, but um, it, it's about why many of us uh, don't like Mondays. Can you explain that for us? Because <laughs> you don't like your job. The, no, um, not a, not, not no, me, guy. The, <laughs> the, um, the, the, yeah, the reason that, that it can be hard to get up on Mondays is, is, is kind of almost exactly what we're talking about. So um, uh, imagine if you, um, uh, on, a, on a Friday night, are still young and energetic enough to go out partying and you, and you stay up late and you get lots of evening light. Mm. And then you sleep in on Saturday morning because you've been awake um, late on Friday night. And then you repeat the whole procedure on, on Saturday night. And so essentially by, by Sunday, you're operating in a, in a delayed time zone. You're operating almost in Australia time. So on a Monday morning, you're trying to not only get up and go to work, but you're, you're trying to adjust your clock back um, uh, um, to being in New Zealand time. Now, this doesn't happen in everybody, of course, but it's, it's one of the benefits of, of keeping a regular sleep wake How very interesting. Let's stay there, Guy. I just want to go around the panel and get a sense of whether or not uh, our panellists support, they like daylight savings, or it should be a uniform time across the year. Liam? Oh, it adds a bit of flavour and variety to life. And I think that, you know, if we could be a bit more organised and just in the week before, just you know, gradually start getting up a bit earlier or going to bed a bit later, as the case may be, then, you know, we, we wouldn't complain about it so much. So I'm in favour of keeping it as it is. All right, that's yes. What about you, Zoe? Yeah, I like daylight savings. Um, I've just got back from Australia, and you're so right about adjusting our bodies to that time zone. Mm. I found the first sort of week or so I was waking up at 5.30 in the morning, which is not oh. optimal, and, and, you know. Uh, for someone who's a night owl, that was quite early. But I quite like the fact that you wake up in the morning and the sun's up, or you get up just in time uh, for sunrise and the dawn chorus, and it's so beautiful, and, oh. and it makes me feel more productive as well. It makes okay. me want to get up and go for a walk or do something around the house or, you know, yeah, I don't know. And Guy, do you have any personal thought on this? Well, I, I quite like it myself, but that's, yeah. that's just, just, just selfish. I mean, the interesting thing historically is that we it started in 1927, and we had it for a few years and then didn't have it, and then for about um, 20 years it was permanent daylight savings time. So this is sort of flip-flopped around, and it's a question every year. But it all depends on whether you like having more light later into the evening or not. Yeah, very, very true. And there's nothing like having that, uh, yeah, wonderful uh, a long evening. Um, really good stuff, Guy. Kia ora. Appreciate your time. That's uh, Guy Warman, Associate Professor of Anesthesiology at the University 
of Auckland. Just um, back to that uh, breakdown there, that State Highway 20 southbound motorway on Auckland breakdown is blocking the left northbound lane between Hillsborough Road and Dominion Road. Uh, if you are heading um, in that area, it is five to four time for I've been thinking we do this every single time. I love it. Uh, Zoe George, what's your IBT today? I've been thinking about the cost of living crisis, but particularly for those in our creative sector. The medium income for creative professionals, according to research from Creative New Zealand earlier this year, is $37,000, which is below minimum wage, and the national medium income, which is about $61,000. So just imagine what our society would look like without art. We relied on it in our own ways during COVID, you know, TVs, movies, podcasts, you name it, music. It kept us entertained. They supported us in our time of need and now it's time for us to support them in their time of need. So during this election campaign please ask your door knockers or those running uh, in your electorate what they're doing to support the arts and to ensure the arts sector doesn't just survive but it thrives. Um, also a couple of quick shout outs. Number one to everyone who got behind us at Bat Theatre for our no show for maintenance show in July and August when we had to close our doors. We raised more than $22,000 and your support means so so much to us and also a big shout out to Nat Raj School of Dance in Lower Hutt who's marking their 25th anniversary in two weeks time. They've got a big show on on October 7th in Lower Hutt Little Theatre. Please get your tickets and go and check it out. 25 years. Incredible. Mm. It's going to be spectacular. I just realised I don't think I've heard any arts policy on the campaign trail. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just, what is it? Non-existent. Yeah, well, and I think the way that many of us think about arts is that it's a nice-to-have instead of a must-have. Yeah. But arts is a must-have. It's part of our social fabric, and it makes us who we are. And for me, if we put as much value into the arts as we did in sport, we would have a rich, vibrant, and sustainable arts sector with people who can afford to pay right. their bills and afford to eat. Good on you. That's Zoe George uh, there. Uh, Liam here i've been thinking right <laughs> i've been thinking about something that will is undoubtedly going to annoy a lot of people and so just at the outset i'm just saying that i'm not judging people for this but i've been thinking a lot about um the the trend towards people taking their birthday off work like they're the king you know or the queen or something like that mm-hmm. and it's it's just kind of weird to me that you know you would you know once you reach adulthood that you would continue well maybe after you reach the age of 21 you'd continue to um, celebrate your birthday in a way that you felt so special that you had to take a had to take a day for it you know instead of just suffering through you know maybe an awkward um you know a cake at work and you know, go home and you know, you have a um, you know takeaways with your family or something like that. You know, unless it's one of the big milestones. You know, I just think I'm not. You know, people can use their annual leave for whatever they want, but I just think it's a little bit narcissistic to use it for your birthday. Go ahead if, if you want to do it, do it. But I will judge you a little bit. I reserve so the right to do that. Liam, here you want to suck dry every ounce of what makes somebody a human, which is cel- celebrating a birthday. You want to suck people dry, don't you? <laughs> well, you know, it's just, you know, you know, we're New Zealand, we're an egalitarian country. You know, who do people think they are that they need to have a, a day off work, a special day to feel special? No, life should be a little bit more miserable than that. <laughs> who, who agrees with Liam uh, that you're, you're a narcissist if you decide to take your a day off for your birthday? Zoe? 
I try and take my birthday off every year if I can and uh, and have a wellness day for just for myself and do what I want on that day. Liam, is Zoe a narcissist? <laughs> Well, you know, it's a. It's, I'm not going to say that Zoe's definitely a narcissist, but you know, perhaps just more of a narcissist than I am. You know, as a hardworking guy who ah. just toils away in <laughs> without I'm very hard working, thank you. Very hard working. Except for on your not birthday. A, not according yeah. to Liam, you are. <laughs> All right, Liam and Zoe George on the panel. Stay with us Monday afternoon.